ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to What in the World? Hi, guys. How are you? I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Quincy Johnson II. We have I'm a guest here today. Wait, where? Where? What? I'm Erica Bergman. Hey, Erica. Erica Bergman. You are, Tell the people about yourself. You're a fan of the podcast. We know that. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to you since your cracked days. Very uh, pretty, you know. Not, we don't, we don't yeah. mention that place here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Edit that S- out, Brett. Since you started Unpopular Opinion. There you go. <laughs> <Hey>. Right? <laughs> I am uh, going to lend some expertise to the trans discussion. Yeah, this is going to be a really interesting topic. It's a thing I've known some stuff about. I don't, I'm not not just trans stuff. <laughs> I've you heard, experimented in college. I get it. I've heard about this. No. <laughs> We're specifically talking about Iran, a country whose name we pronounce wrong. Because I ran. So consistently. I ran so far. Hey, by the way, the Iranese, man, we got to get these Iranese out of this country. How much fun was that live podcast last night? Yeah, Chris, uh, it was. it's Christmas, guys. We, we time travel. <laughs> we went to the future. <laughs> Christmas is going to be fine. And... Oh, they haven't heard it yet. Oh, but... they ha- oh I never mind. <laughs> uh, no, that live podcast was amazing. Thank you to everyone who came out. That was such a great time. We're going to be doing them every month now, I believe. Yeah, the last, last Saturday of every month. From now on, you will be able to see a live taping of Unpopular Opinion, everybody. With stand-up comedy beforehand. Oh, it's going to be a good time. It, Angie, it was... there's been there's been a, a fan movement for Angie's Baked Goods to make an appearance at all live tapings. They've been they've been at most of them. And so uh, we're going to push for that. Maybe get a, Maybe get a stand made. We do need a, a label. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We need all of that. Yeah. So yeah, make sure everyone comes out to that. We're gonna I think we might like switch it up and like one month we'll do like a what in the world, one month we'll do a pretty scary shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It'll be damn good times. Oh, it'll be fun. You motherfuckers <laughs> fucking come out. Yes. You better come support us and love us and let us appreciate your presence. You're still going to have a live mic so people can come up and stay, uh, say stuff? Oh, the live mic is happening. That part was fun. <laughs> we want this shit to be a Jerry Springer episode. Yeah. The oh, live, no, you didn't. The live mic was a very nice touch. Oh, yeah. That was fun. And I like that we, we just kind of let it run throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. as opposed to just making people line up to comment at the end. Like I've seen on some live podcast, I'm not naming names. Oh yeah, we we actually have fun with our audience. We just don't treat them like you know, uh, come up here and say a thing and then walk away. Right. And if you don't like it, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna do that anyway. I mean, have we'll do that. Yeah. 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 Even if we like but, it, we're gonna be like, fuck you for trying to make a point. How dare you? Yeah. But in a this is my way. show. <laughs> Erica, we we used to have a, an initiative on the Patreon where for a nominal fee. You could work with me to produce a podcast. One kidney. And it was kind of a fiasco. I'm really bad at planning. (laughs) So here we are doing an episode of What in the World instead. Yeah, why not? You're going to be on what other podcast? We're going to do a pretty scary at some point. At some point. If I can ever wrangle Carrie up. Yeah. This this was supposed to be a pretty scary recording. Well, first, before this, was pretty scary. (laughs) And Carrie... Sent me a message and said, I am still in bed. Mm. So 
that didn't happen. Well, here's the thing. She went out dressed as sexy Jeff May last night, so you know a <laughs> bunch of dudes hit on her because she looked like a Boston dude and dudes are gay or what. I don't that, know the rules. That was such a great costume. Oh, funny I as loved hell. it so much. Funny as hell. All right. Should we get to get to the topic? Yeah, we can get to the Sounds topic. Good. Sorry about that. We, we meander here, guys. We, uh... we really do. We like... We like we like to ramble. Mm-hmm. We have the online hyphen stopwatch dot com clock though running. keeping us in check. Keep us reined in. Love it, man. Oh, so we're talking about trans rights in Iran, which is a really fucking interesting story, to put it mildly. They among countries where transition surgery happens or sex reassignment surgery, they're number two. In the world behind Thailand, yeah, which that and, that's surprising it, it, on paper. And what's crazy is even with the official reports, there are unofficial reports saying that, like, uh, official reports state that there may be between fifteen to twenty five thousand transsexual individuals in Iran, but actually that number is probably more in about the hundred thousands, like right. one hundred to one hundred fifty thousand, possibly uh, up to two at this point. But the Iranian government won't let that be released because it's right. blasphemy. Yeah, well, doesn't and something look, doesn't look good on paper. Yeah, and something uh, to remember is you know everybody goes to Thailand to get surgery. No one is going to Iran to get surgery. Right. Well, they right. make you get it in Iran. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Well, I mean, we'll get, get to that, yeah. yeah, we'll get to all of it. But that's there's a reason they artificially deflate the numbers, mm-hmm. uh, and it's. Oh, it's not a good reason. <laughs> no, it is not. It's very dark. But before the Islamic Revolution of 1979, the issue of trans identity in Iran had never even been addressed by Cause, the cause... government. And we say that like it probably wasn't here either. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, actually, like... actually, uh, there was right around the time there was a. Do you guys know what a turf is? It's a Trans, get off my it's turf. the it's the, it's my, the my steak half of like a steak and shrimp. Oh, like the a surf, surf and turf. Oh, that's your oh, recipe. I, that's your yeah, recipe would, for the that guy. would yeah. be like that Iranian be, surf and turf. Yeah. Or I it's wish. the stuff my my dog pees and sh- my turf. <laughs> it's neither of those things, is no, it? No, no. God damn trans it. exclusionary radical feminist. As in, oh, oh, trans women. They're not women. Fuck them. Everybody go turf. So, yeah, basically uh, the the Carter administration and then they finished up with the Reagan administration. They were like, what's what's up with trans women? And they got a feminist to write a whole thing about it. And she was happened to be a feminist who hated trans women. So she was like, no, they don't need any rights. And it's all bullshit. Thanks, Reagan. Yep. He did so much bad shit for this country. Well, here's the thing, guys. Once it's a law, you have like you can't just disagree with the law. Well, no, no, no. The law. <laughs> There's is... never been a bad law made in this country that Good marginalized a group of people. <laughs> we would never do that. USA, man. Yeah, USA. We, USA. USA. What's the difference between morality and the law? Nothing, right? Exactly. Like how the, the Holocaust letters, is legal. The right. letters. Someone, uh, we're getting way off off track. Bringing, I mean, not way off track. Bringing up the Holocaust, but yeah, <laughs> I saw someone brought up the uh, the other night a really great point that Germany had the same constitution going into Hitler taking power that they did when he left. Yeah. So we're we're all like, oh, the constitution will save us. No, not necessarily. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, all they have to do is define the rights differently, and they're like, oh, well, the First Amendment doesn't apply to people who say bad things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
So, so yeah, Iran. Let's get back to them. Yeah, like I said, as of 2000. Well, so in 79 is when things started to change in Iran. And it's actually kind of an inspiring story. Like, it's not a terrible story. It, I mean, it it's ter- <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> terrible, but... It started inspiring and ended up terrible. Right. And the thing that's weird about this is if you go out and research it, which we did before we recorded this, because that's what we do, you'll find that the articles about it are pretty much split 50-50, mm-hmm. where it's either portrayed as a really progressive and positive thing, or people are like, no, they're fucking forcing this on people, and it's not great. And I've 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 found that part really interesting because sometimes it varies. Like just within the same publication, you'll see two articles that are kind of the polar opposite of each other. So I thought that was fascinating. Let's talk about how this all started. It started with a woman named Maryam Mokara, who, as this Guardian article from July twenty seventh, two thousand five opens. She was a woman trapped in a man's body. In 1975, Mokara wrote the first of several letters to the Ayatollah Khomeini, who was in exile at the time, because Iran is a, sorry, Iran (laughs) is a powder keg of activity all the time. I'm just happy that the Postal Service can find you even when you're in exile, you know? That's true, yeah. It's like when I'm in exile, I don't even get I don't even get a signal, but they can they can get your mail. That is weird yeah. that he was in exile, but she could just fire letters off. Hey man, the United States Postal Service will deliver in rain, sleet, or snow. I feel like exile would be my favorite punishment. Yeah, I mean, well, you just be anywhere you want. You know, you're exiled from the United States. Nah, <laughs> your favorite punishment would be a drug lord in prison in South America. That but would be see, your favorite. Punishment. If I got exiled to Costa Rica or something, I could just. I'd be like, okay, can I take $1,500 with me so I can live the rest of my life comfortably? and In a mansion with servants? Yeah. Can I, can I at least take enough money to buy my own part of Costa Rica, please? 2500 something like that? I have heard Costa Rica's fucking amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that, like, all of the... I'll never go, but yeah. Like, all of I've the crime stories. there is just, like, petty theft and shit. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no gun crime. I want to fucking go. I mean, I don't because it's jungle and there's bugs and things. And ugh. You just buy an island, get some dinosaurs on it. Dinosaurs. I want pet dinosaurs. All right. We should get back to this. <laughs> so this is a quote from Maryam Mokara. I told him I had always had the feeling that I was a woman. I wrote that my mother had told me that even at the age of two, she had found me in front of the mirror putting chalk on my face the same way a woman puts on her makeup. He wrote back saying that I should follow the Islamic obligations of being a woman. What? I don't get that response, but I probably just don't know enough about the Islamic obligations of being a woman. But here's the thing. Because it's not, there's been no discussion of sexuality. Right. I guess right. this was like the religious loophole to be like, you could just let your freak flag fly as long as you're not doing butt stuff. You know? <laughs> I th- and I think also maybe he didn't have that much power at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So he he was just like whatever. Maybe maybe he do what got, you want, lady. He got the letter in exile and was like, "This has got to be a joke, right?" <laughs> well, I mean, the a uh, Muslim man feels like a woman. Okay, sure you do. Oh, <laughs> you, you feel like a lady. Okay, then follow the lady code, right? Wink, wink. This is all a prank. Well, I mean, the, the what's weird is the fundamentalists were uh, were trying to ally with the the progressives. Oh during yeah, the revolution. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that's a lot of what happened. for 1975, that's progressive AF. Yeah, you know yeah, it is yeah. super progressive. I man. mean, you know, it's progressive in the way he's like, oh, yeah, you're a woman, so you better, like, put on a burqa and don't let anybody see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that is kind of what it, like, follow the Islamic obligations of being a woman. It's like, does that mean I have to get stoned to death now? Like... Well, only only Ouch. if you break only if you break the rules. So yeah, only don't if, speak, don't drive, uh, don't right. talk back. Never let somebody see your ankle. Don't don't show any toe. Don't show that ankle. Don't give that ankle away while I'm on the road. <laughs> Whose ankle is this? <laughs> Why buy the cow if you can get the ankle for free? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tattoo my name on that ankle, <laughs> girl. <laughs> so she tried again to meet up with him in Paris in 1978, but was also unsuccessful. Yeah. And then the Islamic Revolution happened. Oh, that surprise, surprise was really bad times for the trans community, presumably also homosexuals, Christians, anyone who wasn't a devout Muslim, I'm assuming. And it was especially bad times for Maryam Mokara. Well, not really, because she at least didn't get arrested, which is a thing that happened a lot with homosexuals, especially during the Islamic it Revolution. Now. Yeah, I mean, it still happens yeah, in right. Iran. That's still rounding them up. And, but she was fired from her job, forcibly injected with male hormones. Like, did they think that was just going to, ah, like, uh, a, like was, a shot in the arm, like it, how Shook Knight killed Easy with the AIDS needle? 1979. This was the best technology could come <laughs> up with. I mean, like, literally, it was. We'll, we'll just make them a super soldier. They thought they were gonna make. They, were, they thought they were gonna make Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with these hormones and put him in an institution. He'll train. I mean, the, getting any intended effect out of it is secondary to just being like, "Fuck you! We got power over you." Yeah, yeah. It they they also uh, confined her to a psychiatric institution. So okay, I guess this is kind of a bad story. Yeah, it's not quite as as happy as I, I made it out. This to be. is a really progressive story. It gets better. <laughs> It, it, it does, because uh, Molkara had a lot of influential contacts, so she was able to get herself released. So That's good. good. See, yeah. it's all about who you know, people. Getting better already. Network all the time. Get numbers. Exchange emails. You never know who you're going to meet. Get just gotta, those details. You got to build up those alternative privileges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So after her release, she decided once again to try and contact the Ayatollah Khomeini. He was on spring break at the time. I, he, it had to be something like that. This sentence, this is pretty much how it's written in the article. She put on a men's suit and walked to his compound in North Tehran. Like, did she walk? Where, what, where was she when she started walking? Uh, according to I hope not folklore, South Tehran. It was in Alabama. <laughs> She started a walk from Alabama to North Tehran. Took her four days, guys. It was a, a That's harrowing a long story. walk. Yeah. Well, she had been living in the uh, the ancient Persian palace in Persepolis. <laughs> so she. So yeah, she walks to his compound in North Tehran, and she brings a copy of the Quran with her, and she wore a pair of shoes around her neck, which apparently is a a symbol that indicates that you're seeking shelter uh in my neighborhood that's a symbol that you don't want to crease your jordans right yeah so you just hang them or you don't want to get them stepped on yeah something like that yeah, or i just want to show you don't want to have to kill anybody oh my god don't don't who don't. step on my step on these jays i, swear I, I got wish it. someone would <laughs> well you got to save the tread oh you got to yeah i bought these jordans i didn't buy these jordans to wear no no you i wear bought those them on so carpet you can only. see them yeah. right 
there to demonstrate the fact that you own <laughs> these shoes. It makes sense that that's a symbol for seeking shelter, though, because yeah. it's implying that I, I want to come in, so I'm taking my shoes off yeah. like a normal person. Because, exactly. But then why hang them around your neck? Because you're less than me. So you can... You need this shelter, some bitch. So you can choke that person out with them when they let you in. Oh, mm-hmm. see? That's what they get for trusting you. See, this is, this right? is that Krav Maga I've heard so much about. It's all about secret shoe techniques. I, I got am, you. I am positive that's a Palestinian effort. I'm, I'm on to you, Iran. <laughs> it's probably like a humility thing. Yeah. I walked here barefoot. Like... Yeah, I've been smelling my own feet. Please help me. Well, yeah. I, see, I'd be lobbying to change that custom to how about when I get there, I just start taking my shoes off, and that's the yeah. ritual instead. I instead of wearing them the whole way. That's or, silly. Or I, maybe you just like like, like ask because yeah. <laughs> and for one thing, your feet are going to be filthy. Exactly. If you track all that dirt into my clean home, I open the doors to yeah. you, you son of a bitch. You yeah. motherfucker. I, Wash uh, your goddamn feet. We, we're, we're fixing traditions here, guys. <laughs> we're fixing traditions. We are. I think we fixed the Muslim uh, religion. The, the whole shoe controversy? Done. You guys take <laughs> care of the rest. We took care of the shoe thing. We are the Jordan of podcasts. <laughs> uh, that doesn't make sense. So as she approached the building, armed security guards approached and began beating the shit out of her. Ooh. If you can believe that. They stopped when Khomeini's brother intervened and took her into the house. But before that, there's a whole dramatic exchange where she's wearing a thing around her chest. And the guards assume it's a bomb. Mm. But she pulls it off. Holding them things down. Breasts. And then they're like, whoa, 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 what? What's happening? Well, here's the thing. What What's more dangerous in that situation? Those men seeing breasts that they're not supposed to see? I mean, they're all in or the... Or them seeing, getting killed in a bomb and then getting their virgins. Yeah, I mean, she damned them all to hell the minute she did that, and that's cool as shit. Exactly. That's a superpower. Yeah. yeah. They are. Wonder Woman can't even do that. Just show you a little, like, a, a nip slip, and then you know you're going to hell? Yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, they probably just had to go home and beat someone they love to death to atone for it. Oh, okay. As simple as that. All right. Something like that. Chuck, get over here. <laughs> you uh, know it's not going to yeah. be a Chuck. <laughs> unless they named their daughter Chuck. Yeah, unless Chuck is short for Charlene. Chuck Hussein. Come on over. <laughs> Chuck Sane. That's a cool name. So this is another quote. Or no. Well, after Khomeini's brother intervened, uh, first, she kind of pled her case to him, and he was so moved that he took her in to see the Ayatollah Khomeini, which you have to understand if you're a religious person in Iran, that's like a step away from seeing God. I was like, that's their pope. Yeah, that's Everything's the pope. a pope. Yep. So she faints <laughs> before she gets in the room, but they... they but it, she... It, it wasn't a fainting from the beating. It was a fainting because she was about to see this dude. I yeah. got you. Yeah, that could just be a cover story, that part there. No, she just fainted because she she knew she was hey. in the presence of a, one of God's servants. There not it is. Not because we failed to enter her into the concussion protocol early enough. You think they have that for women in Middle Eastern countries, like a concussion thing? Like, I think they have like a minimum. Oh, okay. <laughs> If you drop below your minimum number of concussions per year. I mean, it's an easy way to keep them from look, learning, look, if nothing we, else. We in this country are budgeted for 1,700 concussions a year, okay? If we don't meet our quota, we have to change our budget, and I'm not going to eat at Chipotle, okay? Sorry, guys. 
Chipotle's trash, though. Yeah. Thank you. It's disgusting. I'm not, but if we cut the budget, I'm going to have to cut my spending. Yeah. yeah. The, the neurologists are, they have really a lot of political power there, so you know. <laughs> In Iran? Exactly. Hey, hey, Iran, tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. Tell I, the have, truth. I have that downloaded and I have it haven't put it on the soundboard yet. I do want to go on record as saying I would officially like a Gucci Mane burr on the soundboard somewhere. Oh, we can do that for sure. I would sure. love that. That would just make me so happy. Burr. <laughs> Next episode, I'll make it happen. So this is a quote from Mokara. I was taken into a corridor. I could hear Khomeini raising his voice. He was blaming those around him, asking how they could mistreat someone who had come for shelter didn't you see the shoes around her neck? Oh, man. That, I added that part. He was saying, this person is God's servant. He had three of his trusted doctors in the room, and he asked what the difference was between hermaphrodites and transsexuals. What are these, quote, difficult neutrals? He was saying Khomeini didn't know about the condition until then. From that moment on, everything changed for me. Hey, the Ayatollah was open-minded, man. He was feeling it. Trying to, you know, he was moved. By them things. It it seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just moved in a bad direction. Right. I, was, I was trying to give it a positive spin, guys. <laughs> I was trying to give it a, hey, we did it. Da, 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 da. It's like the, it's, it's like the, somebody was like, okay, racism is bad. What if everyone was the same color? Yeah. That's well. That's kind of how France handles things. You hear people talk about how oh, there's no racism, there's no prejudice in France. It's because when you move to France, if you want to become a French citizen, you are a French citizen, and all your history and everything from the past doesn't matter anymore. You want to come to Gay Paris? You gotta speak Gay <laughs> Paris. You gonna have? You can have a bikini, but you cannot have a burkini. <laughs> Ooh, the burkini guys coming this fall. Burkini season's coming. Burkini, get your, get get in the gym, ladies. Burkini season's it's in the, the winter way. in the United States, <laughs> which is weird. But well, I mean, then you can actually Burr. go it's, it's, to see, the, see. That's you when we need the warm. Gucci man. Burr, <laughs> burkini, burr. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got on this one? I feel like we don't use that one enough. What is that for? I don't, I don't know. We could do it for bad jokes. Okay, cool. That's pretty much... You're going to hear that a lot from me, then. You can get a... Oh, there we go. Turn up. Shots I, fired. You get a, you get, a, get the full, like... Yeah. I can, oh, I can. that's... We don't need a rim shot. What I want is a laugh track. Oh. I need to get a laugh track. Yeah, that would be great. And and, and an applause break. Yeah. And, and some <laughs> booze. Yeah, some booze. Some people going, ah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. This episode of I Love Lucy was recorded in front of a live <laughs> studio audience. We we did a podcast for a while that the intro was me like mimicking a, a TV announcer. Oh, nice! But we haven't done it in a long time. Maybe I'll bring it back. Okay, who knows? So after this meeting with the Ayatollah Khomeini, she leaves the compound with a letter addressed to the chief prosecutor and the head of medical ethics, giving religious authorization for her and, by implication, others like her to surgically change their gender. Hmm. Yay! Progress, baby. Yeah, 1979. So far, so, far, mm. so fucking good. Mm, yes. Mm, mm, mm. But th- there's a weird side note. We should point out that she didn't actually have the surgery until 2001, and when she did finally have it, she went to Thailand, <clears throat> which 
the the two might not be related, but that should give you some indication that things didn't go great after Maybe this got Maybe she's racist and only trust Asian doctors. I Ar- don't know. Iran is on a budget when they're doing tr- these surgeries, so... <laughs> they Well, all those sanctions we put on them, they're definitely on a budget. So the problem with this is when the Ayatollah had his eyes opened to this issue, he kind of took it as, oh, I get it. Gay is a disease... And this is how you fix it. The, like, this is the medical solution to being gay. Again, you can't argue with science. Wah, you, know? <laughs> you can't. Like, he, 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 he consulted four of his top scientists. This is now the truth. Yeah. The, those, guys, those guys know how to read words. They, they're smart. They know. And, and this is where the story really starts to differ as it's depicted in different publications. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when you hear about it, you just hear that first part that we just covered where Iran is so progressive because they care about trans rights. And they, they, do, they still are like constantly pushing new laws to protect trans rights. Mm-hmm. But it's all like a kind of like sort of like a secret crackdown on homosexuality. It's a very strange case where they're using trans rights to attack gay men. Right. Basically, if you come out as being gay in Iran you are immediately under intense pressure to have gender reassignment surgery. They'll pay for it. They will pay for the, the hormone therapy. And you see, this right here is why we, we don't need universal health care in this country, because I don't need to be paying for your transgenderings, <laughs> America. But what if it means no more gay people, Mr. Right-Wing Republican? Oh, shit. But then that means I can't do what I do with my with my friend when we go fishing. Nope, won't impact you at all. Oh wait, because hmm. you're on a boat. Universal yeah. Health Care, <laughs> international <laughs> waters. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's the British tradition. It's not gay if it's on boat. That's true, and I think that holds. <laughs> it holds water at least. I think it holds. Yeah. yeah. So the the problem in Iran now is you have lots of gay people who literally flee. Because they they don't want to have this surgery because it's that's not how it works. They're two different things. Exactly. Explain it a little for. I mean, I'm sure it's better in your hands than me and Quincy. Oh, sure, sure. So um, no, on second thought, take it. Quit. No, I'm joking. Okay, so all right. Uh, look, when you wake up one morning, you might feel different. First of all, take a dump. You know what I'm saying? Look at your genitals. Do they seem right? Okay. If your answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there are different parts of your brain that, you know, form while you're in the womb. And there's your sexuality. There's uh, your sports. Right, right, right. Which right. sports you're going to want to uh, like. Then you, you've got your uh, sort of your nurturing instinct. And that kind of ter- determines your romantic orientation, which is mm-hmm. actually separate from sexual orientation. Right. Then you have your hormone uh, receptors. And those could form to want to receive, you know, large amounts of estrogen or large amounts of testosterone. And then even separate from that, you have your brain's neurological map of what your body is supposed to be like. So, for instance, if someone is born without an arm, their brain will still say, I should have an arm there. Even though they've never had an arm, they can have, like, phantom limb, limb syndrome. Mm. Right. So that's basically what why some people might want surgery for general reconstruction whereas some might just want hormones right so uh so if it's dependent on you know are you getting like phantom vagina syndrome right then you might want a vagina and then in some cases 
they, people just want to want to be gay. Like yeah, they, they totally. Just, uh, men yeah. Are, sometimes men are just attracted to other oh, men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women yeah. are attracted to other women, and sometimes they just want to do that. Fake news. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you know you've got people who are like they have the the cis hormone receptors. So you're, like, you're trying to sit here and tell me <laughs> that people who barely had a written language. When they came up with sexual identity, <laughs> they didn't have it all figured out. How dare you disrespect our ancestors, okay? I, they I, got it. I would like to point out that the strap-on predates written language. Wow. That may, that's that's not surprising. Right? I mean, I what, bet if you look in hieroglyphics, they're all over those fucking hey things. Hey, man. Hey, man. People wants to fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> we we found the actual, like, the, the strap-on dildos. The original strap-on. Did yeah. anyone try it? Was it... I don't know if they've tried it out, but we found it. Was, like it was when Jay Leno ate that 100-year-old piece of fruitcake on The Tonight Show. Oh. Did he ever follow that up? I try mean, the 100-year-old strap-on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we found marble marble dildos that were very well-worn from in ancient Greece. Oof. <laughs> ancient Greece. Hey, if it's, po- <laughs> if it's polished right, marble's just fine. Oh. That, that's... That's that a that's a painful. that's a healthy that's a healthy dildo. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's got a, it's a got dent, some substance dent. to yeah. it. Mm. Gets into those nooks and crannies. <laughs> can feel the construction that went into it. <laughs> oh no! When it when when a when a stone dildo hits a uh, a G spot. I thought you were saying when it hits a home run. I was like, wow, they <laughs> oh, use them as bats. Too? Oh no, they Jesus. probably can. Oh no, yeah, you got fucking fireworks going off with that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that's. That that's kind of the problem here is in Iran they don't make that distinction at all. It's just if you're a man and you like other men, that means you're supposed to be a woman. Yeah, yep. you must need this surgery, and from that point on, you are under a lot of pressure to get that surgery. That is to the point uh, that I, one of the statistics I read said something like forty five percent of the surgeries that have been done in Iran are just like gay men who didn't. Wanted, necessarily want to die. Oh yeah, and it, it, you're, you're stuck between a, a a rock and a hard place. And by rock, I mean they will stone you to death. Yeah, they more will. like you're stuck between Iran and a hard. Place. Oh, oh, come on. because he's come on. <laughs> Ow, oh, that was fun. Or Iraq and Afghanistan. <laughs> hey, That's geography jokes. Boom. Oh, God damn it! What am I? There. <laughs> Fuck! That was all the bad ones. <laughs> There we go. I really need to label this thing, or, or just remember. No, I'm not. I'm never going to do that. I smoke way many, too yeah. much weed before we that, record these things. Yeah. Good time. Remembering is dumb. You, if you want a good memory in smoking pot, you have to wait until you're at least 25. Yeah, for sure. And I did not wait. No. Uh-huh. I didn't. I jumped right. That should in. be. That I should, went straight to the pros right that, out of high school. That should be the new. What is it? what do they call it? The new abstinence thing? What they do to kids in uh in church where they're like, you're not gonna have sex till marriage, right? Just tell kids you're not gonna smoke weed until 25, so you can actually be a functioning human being. Right. Exactly. No one's gonna follow that advice. You wear a little little, little promise bud on your ring. <laughs> well, you know, you just say, okay, look, kid, can't do weed until you're 25. Stick to nitrous. Nitrous is good. Yeah. I like nitrous. So yeah, one of the things that happens in Iran, there's a story on bbc.com from november 2014 the title is the gay people push to change their gender and it's all about gay people living in iran who have basically what a lot of people have taken to doing is fleeing to turkey which how ironic is that that in one of the the best countries for getting gender reassignment surgery it's also safer to go to turkey 
as a gay person than to stay in Iran. Because nothing about, like, I, there's nothing about Turkey that would ever make me want to go there. I mean, just because you hate a delicious dinner meat doesn't mean a gay person shouldn't be allowed to visit them. It's hard to do a turkey good. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It's hard to cook a turkey right. Well, a lot of people the, don't get it right. You know what you got to do? Get the gays in there and show you how to cook. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some uh, great Iranian chefs that have fled. That's true. Do they have good food in Iran? I wonder what, what kind I of Iran- Iranian cuisine. I know who the, the best chefs in the world are North Koreans, actually. North Koreans? Yeah, because they had to make food out of nothing. So if you give them actual ingredients. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're just their MacGyver and shit. Exactly. Well, we call it soul food. That is South Korea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pyongyang food. You racist fuck. <laughs> hey, man, they, all the Koreas look alike to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> North and South Korea just look the same. It's called Pyongyang because that's the uh, sound you make when you're trying to shit out the ground bark they have to eat. <laughs> At the, at the live podcast last night, uh, before it started, there was an open mic beforehand, ah. and I was outside smoking, and this girl looks down and, for some reason, points at me and goes, no, not him. He's not coming with us. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I know I'm not coming with you. Adam but, was about to get recruited into an orgy. But where is this coming from? And she was like, as a Korean, you cannot come with us. I was like, what the fuck is this? And she was like... You were at the open mic, and you did jokes about Koreans. And I was like, no, you just think all white people look alike. (laughs) Because I was not at that open mic, you motherfucker. Racism. It was fun. It was a good good turn. It was a good time. So, so yeah, there's not a lot else really to, to cover. I mean, we could get into the treatment of homosexuals in Iran, which is awful, horrifying. There's a reason people flee. One of those things that when you like just interesting to me how it's especially interesting to me how the the split between people who want the surgery and who don't and the way it's portrayed in the media is kind of the same. It's like kind of just a 50 50 thing. And I guess that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to add that since they 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 want to have people transition because they're attracted to women then you're going to have trans trans women who are lesbians who they're going to get rejected. And this, right. the, the stats basically break down to about a third of trans women are lesbian, about a third are bi, and about a third are straight. Right. Yeah, it's, so it's, a, it's an interesting thing to look into. People should look into it more. Um, it, it's like, okay, you found a loophole in ancient religion, you know? Yep. Because they didn't just say, okay, we don't understand this, so it needs to die as well. Yeah. Well, they, 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 like, yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where if you look at it on the basis of, well, at least they're willing to say, we didn't think of it, so we don't know what to do. And I guess that's an okay thing? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's like, I don't know. At least they give you an option aside from killing you, but not a great one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. it's. And it, yeah. Here's the thing. If you're a man who's in a relationship with a trans woman, they don't consider that no. in any way in, in in like they don't look at that in any way as being living a blasphemous life. Well, uh, well the government doesn't, but I imagine there's still yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of stigma around it. Cuz that's the thing. They like you get you read some of these accounts from people and it's like 
you know, even in public, like a, a police officer checks your ID mm-hmm. and they're like, why don't you just go get the surgery? Like, why are you like this? And then you get the surgery and they're like, ooh, why are you like this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You're still not normal. You get that, right? And it's like, it, it's all just kind of a big cover for them to be, like, it's wor- It's yeah. kind of worse. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, the once... Up- once a government gets into uh, sanctioning medical exper- or not experiments, but medical treatments on people to fix something that they perceive as a sin, that's bad. It's bad well, yeah. times. For anyone who isn't trans, it's just castration and genital mutilation. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah. Really fucking harsh. Government sponsored, though. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, at least the government's helping. No. Oh yeah, the, no, yeah, the, the ironic thing is uh, the I- <laughs> ironic thing is <laughs> that uh, it takes longer to get transition services in the UK than it does uh, Iran. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's nuts. I would like to add that none of this means we should pull out of the Iran nuclear deal, though. No, I think this is the entire the reason. <laughs> you know what? This is the entire reason. The humanit the, the, they're just humanitarian problems. Are they building Alex Jones's gay bomb? <laughs> I mean, I think that you know. The more we engage with them, the more they'll liberalize. You know, that's that's the way to fix things is to engage and make them into a more modern, yeah, forward thinking country. I just I just love the fact that they think that an idea they came up with in 1979 is still relevant in 2017. They think yeah. that idea, ideas that a, a dude they can't even draw pictures of. Or uh, his ideas are still relevant right I now. I would never disparage yeah. anything uh, about the drawing of any type of pictures because they were dropping bombs on dudes because of that shit. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though South Park got away with it years before anybody oh, yeah. gave a fucking, it was hilarious no. to watch. Right, but you know. no one gave a shit at all. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we should we should wrap it up or unwrap it, ladies. Okay, I'm sorry. I Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Ending on an air horn. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, guys, as a reminder, the last Saturday of every month, live Unpops recordings at the Hollywood Hotel. Make come, your plans now. Come to that shit. Are they going to still be 9 p.m.? Uh, we can actually start earlier, so the time may change. I got to discuss that with you to see okay. how you want to do it, because he's, he wants to get rid of the open mic beforehand. So oh, okay. We might just have the whole night to ourselves. Mm. Mm. That'll be good times. <laughs> Come out and party with us at the Hollywood Hotel. We'll oh, get a room after. Yeah. We probably won't get a room after. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not going to happen. You can go in that ride that you dropped down in that elevator. Yeah. You see the bathrooms where Jeff May got throw up drunk for the first time in his adult life should, you or know his what? childhood should, or ever. We should do a, a Unpops tour of the Hollywood Hotel and just have like <laughs> three stops. This is where Jeff May threw up. This is where Adam thought that uh, a poster was sassing him. <laughs> this is where Chet almost died from drinking alcohol and he only has like a piece of a kidney. This is where some Korean girls are racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun place. A lot of history at the Hollywood Hotel. Anything else? We have to plug for me. I will be in the beautiful city of Ventura, California, on Wednesday the eighth of November. November. Yeah, I'll be at. A, I'll be in, I'm going to be in Ventura. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be a bunch of places. Just follow. Follow me on the Instagrams, the social medias. I post all the shows. Up or in there. real life, just follow. Quincy. Follow at Adam Todd Brown. Follow at Quincy Johnson. II. Follow Unpops. Uh, follow at Rebel Girl thirteen twenty three. There you go. Is that you? That is me. Oh, I thought she was just plugging a friend. That would be weird, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, for my friend, the watch Geek Remix <laughs> on uh, YouTube. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, all right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Erica, say goodbye. 
You got the Erica Bergman rookie card. Uh, Quincy, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.